choice test. So question number two is, if it is the latter, if your standards are actually asking students to describe, explain, analyze, create, etc., how closely do your assessments measure those standards? Do they actually require students to do the describing, explaining, analyzing, or creating, which would likely require them to write, present, or create some product? Or do your assessments typically ask them to just recognize when someone else does those things in the form of an answer on a multiple choice test? Question three, do you need to adjust your assessments so they more closely align with the standards? And question four, if you do, if the answer to that last question was yes, the next step is to rework the lessons that lead up to that assessment. Does every lesson contribute to student success on that assessment? Could some of your lessons be omitted because they don't connect directly to that assessment? Are you missing anything? For example, if your assessment requires students to write in academic language and support their ideas with evidence, you should include some lessons that give students practice with that kind of writing in your content area. So the last question is, will the assessment be weighted heavily in your gradebook? It should be. The lessons and activities leading up to the final assessment are there to give students exposure to the knowledge and practice with the skills necessary to perform on that final assessment. Ideally, they should receive no grades at all on those activities. If you absolutely must assign some points, be sure the final assessment is worth a heck of a lot more than those smaller tasks because they really are formative. Like I did, you probably also have some favorite lessons and activities. Some of these might turn out to be not just fun to teach, but also solid in terms of equipping students with knowledge and skills that'll last. Now, if it turns out that those favorite lessons don't really align with any standards, you might be able to revise them so they do. Or you might keep them for other reasons. Not every minute of class time has to be spent on standards-based instruction. Some activities have value because they help us get to know each other better, they help students develop social-emotional skills, or they simply offer a bit of fun. But if a lesson doesn't do any of these things, if it's disguised as learning but is doing little more than keeping students busy, it's probably time for it to go. Using a process like backward design helps us get better at making these decisions. By making this approach part of our regular practice, we'll be able to look back on a day, a week, or a year of teaching and say with a lot more certainty that when they were under our care, our students learned. For links to all the resources mentioned in this episode, visit cultofpedagogy.com, click podcast, and choose episode 148. To get a weekly email from me about my newest blog posts, podcast episodes, courses, and products, sign up for my mailing list at cultofpedagogy.com slash subscribe. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day.